0: All real. hello and welcome back to friends i'd like to drink with this is your co-host chloe and this is your co-host Julia and fucking welcome back, people. Feels good to be back, Chloe, right? It feels so good. What have we been doing these past couple months since you haven't heard from us at all and used to hear from us too much? I know every single week it like, <laughs> got like a little too much. Okay. Well, a million Instagram posts. Promoted. Oh, so so many Instagram posts. It was so nice. It, it feels good to be back, though. We had a nice break, you know healing from that Matt James season, doing some trauma healing, meditating on that shit. That season was so fucking crazy. I never want to go back to it ever again. Mm-mm. Bachelor Nation, no more. I'm sorry, but like, whoa, 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 a little too much. But we love you. We love Batch Nation. We'll always be a part of it. We love The Bachelor. Can we just talk about just one little, one small thing about The Bachelor? I have to say, fucking Rachel and Matt are back together, apparently, and they went to our San Diego native, Juneshine. Did you see that? In Scripps Ranch? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were in, Matt and Rachel were in Scripps Ranch on Old Grove. <laughs> oh my God, right next to the high school? No, they were at a Juneshine bar in OC, and that's where it's like kind of been confirmed they're back together. I mean, what can I say? I'm not surprised it's The Bachelor. You know, new things after the next. But why don't we get into talking about our spirituality series that we're starting. So this is our first episode. It's going to be about Reiki and it's going to be very exciting. We have a guest. We'll announce him in a second. But it's going to be three episodes and we're so excited to get into it. The other two episodes might be a little sparkly surprise. And I think (laughs) you guys will all love it. But- yeah, it's it's gonna be super dope. So each episode will be just like a different subject, and um, yeah. But first, Chloe, what are you drinking? I am drinking. <laughs> Some boozy tea. It's Ooh. with white tea, raspberry, and watermelon. I had an English breakfast one earlier. it's So delicious. And Julia on the Cinco de Mayo, what are you drinking? <laughs> Just dude, do not say what day it is because we do not know when we're gonna drop this. It's gonna <laughs> be like, oh, with today's Cinco de Mayo it drops on like June twelfth. <laughs> June twelfth. <12th. laughs> I know. How long is it gonna take for us to edit this episode? <laughs> now that we don't have like pressure on a timeline like it's gonna take us forever I'm not gonna lie I've been like brainstorming like slots (laughs) oh my god dude I love the dedication okay so I finally get to drink some bomb-ass skinny girl you guys I have been I went to like three stores to get this and I got the very last bottle at Vons in Scripps the new Vons I was so happy it was hidden. I think someone was hiding it and saving it for themselves. But alas, I took it. A Vaughn's employee? Maybe. Is that really what it is? The employees <laughs> know that there's only a spare amount of these skinny girls, so they all yeah. that's what I would do. Smart. Dude, it's fucking Jared, the cashier Jared like, hiding the skinny girl. Or is it Jimmy, our friend, who used to be a cat, bag man at Vaughn's for three months? Do you remember that? To oh buy a god. Burberry trench coat? Oh my god, yes. Our friend James, oh. did you know Backstory James was my first friend out of like birth? Like him and I were the first people to meet each other in the real world. Best friends, um, when we were younger. And now still, I guess. But he yeah, he worked at Vaughn's for three months so he could buy a Burberry trench coat. I and love he it. drove he drove to the Burberry and Beverly Hills from San Diego, drove back. And I remember, I was, I'm not gonna lie, not to blow smoke up my ass, I was the first one to try on the trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you're so cool. I love that for you. Okay, so our drinking word is gonna be energy because we're gonna be talking about energy so much tonight. Mm. And should we get this started? Should we get this party on the road? Should yes. Start up the engine yeah. and introduce. Yes. <laughs> let's rev the engine up and let's get our first episode started on fucking Reiki, and we have a very special Reiki certified God with us. Introducing Gregory Dylan. Oh. So our first guest, Greg.
1: Oh hell. <laughs>
0: Oh hail gregory Phillips. there's
1: nothing i can do about it that's my in <laughs> <laughs> for reiki there's nothing i can do about
0: it <laughs> fuck you Disclaimer. go to the dumpster <laughs> what <laughs> gregory greg, greg yourself you are a very successful musician We want to know all about you because we love you so much.
1: It's funny because I feel like I'm really public on socials as an artist, but no one really knows that I do Reiki or like energy healing or that kind of stuff. I'm not necessarily private about it. I just don't feel like... I'm always given the opportunity to talk about it, so I'm really excited.
0: Greg, first, what are you drinking?
1: I am also drinking this boozy tea, and I don't know if you remember, there is an owl from an old cartoon from like when our parents were around, and it looks like this owl <gasps> a little bit like-
0: Yes, the the one that would lick the lollipop.
1: That <laughs> one. Just, yes. co- I don't know if you can say that yeah. on this podcast. Oh, we
0: can say whatever we want. He looks, Our more, than,
1: he looks more than boozy. <laughs> like
0: Fuck yeah. Live well, celebrate. He was in the
1: club stall for past five minutes. So like, <laughs> what, <laughs> what else are you doing?
0: <laughs> a lot of other things he might be doing with other owls. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> sexy. Okay. So Greg, tell us a little bit about yourself um what you're into and then of course we have to get into gregory's chart yes yeah i'm
1: really excited to get your opinions um my name is gregory dylan but tonight i guess with this wig i'm going by (laughs) gregoria for now um i guess i would just say that i'm a pop artist um i'm queer i live in new york city and that's kind of like the three elements of surprise, but I mean, I guess the real surprise. I'm, I do Reiki. Um, mm. I I kind of grew up at like it's like a farm boy, like New Hampshire mountains, and then it wasn't like maybe right after college, I came to the city, and I feel like that's when I started becoming like this artist, this project, this kind of fantasy that I was building up for myself. But that's like. It's kind of when I look back at my timeline, it's really recent that I have been committing fully to this like artist project. So,
0: Greg, were you always like into music, like making music when you were younger in high school, middle school?
1: Yeah, no, I was 100% invested. I always knew that music was, like, my calling, but I was so, so insecure. You would never see me perform. I think the only time I would allow it is I I was kind of bullied, so when I would come home from school, I would go into my house, but I would open the windows because my neighbor's grandma would always be walking across the street, and I would play piano, like, classical music for hopefully, like, her to hear, but also, like, it would be, like, my little, like arrangement for for the polish grandma so that that's kind of as far as it went for literally up until high school i was so petrified to perform i was writing a lot of music but like just would never consider you know making it public and then i got to college and like things kind of transformed i came out i had like left that small town that i was like kind of haunted by and i just felt like it was just such a map shift and I kind of bloomed into this, like, oh, like, what do I want to do? And at the time, there was musical theater as the only kind of, like, performing arts background. So, I kind of jumped into that. I didn't really fit. And then I just kind of started exploring more. And then I got into, like, this production stuff that kind of carried me to New York. And it's kind of just been doing that since. So,
0: and let me just say something, Gregory. You are my favorite artist. You are so talented, you're constantly showing me new tracks, and I'm always blown away. You exceed everything. Oh, yeah, Greg. You're a poet, and you're, you're so an artist. Love you. <laughs> you're amazing. I want to love again, love again, love, love. again. I with cannot <laughs>
1: wait to perform again. You have to come out to New York or when the next time I'm yeah. in LA, I want to do, I'm planning on some shows. So.
0: Oh, I will literally fly. I have like a huge ass credit on American Airlines, and I will fucking use that. Come to New York. I'm ready to party. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we go on vacation? (laughs) Yeah, let's all go to Cabo. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's Cabo. I'm obsessed with that. I mean, a life goal would literally be to like go to Ibiza, right where Lindsay Mm, Lohan. Yes.
0: (laughs) have a a little something something else so Mm many things going on greg is an owl (laughs) 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 okay greg so tell us what what about your chart what's your sun moon and rising give it to us oh shit
1: okay um You know what's so funny? I could give you my Pokemon chart like that. Um, As far which would be um, electric, psychic, and air. Um, But as far as actual astrology, I know my sun sign is Virgo. You can obviously tell by my hair. Um,
0: I'm
1: pretty sure my moon sign is Leo, and then my (laughs) ride is Pisces.
0: But you were a taurus moon
1: wait that's you're right you're so right
0: <laughs> hold on leo so something
1: something in my chart is leo i discovered but you're so right
0: is it your venus
1: i'm your fire um i think, <laughs> I think okay we'll go with that but i do know yes virgo sun taurus moon pisces rising
0: you are a rising pisces like you i think that's like also like tied to your music just like dreamy and just like fucking creative you know pisces are super super creative signs and just like flowing with it
1: yeah you know it's interesting i read about rising Pisces are very chameleon and I find that I never really have fit into one group of people. I really thrive with the ability to walk over to another group and like key key with them and then like mm. day be hanging out with a whole nother group and I always feel really comfortable being an outsider in like a group. So that was mm. one of the most interesting about like the rising Pisces was like, oh, you're a chameleon. So
0: You are. And honestly to speak you two, BFFs, both Virgo, Sun and Taurus Moon. I think that's a little crazy that we're all so compatible. And you two, there's so many things daily lives that you remind me of each other. So it's like when I'm with that's Greg, so I'm sweet. with Julia. When I'm with Julia, I'm with Greg. Very similar, very creative beings, very fun, very Julia. Are you a
1: Taurus moon? Yes. And a Virgo.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm a Virgo sun, I'm a Taurus moon, but I'm a rising Libra. Isn't that
1: wild?
0: And both maybe ENFPs. Now Greg is, might be an ENFJ, oh, but we're trying to decide. I'm definitely an ENFP. I'm definitely not a J. But I feel like you guys are both ENFJs. But we're basically the same, minus a letter.
1: Judging. We're <laughs>
0: We love to judge everyone, but we love using our intuition, our feelings. Greg, very sensitive. We're all very sensitive, and I feel like we should all have a little pot of love. Yeah, dude, did you find an icebreaker question for our friend Greg? I have the funniest icebreaker question oh, ever. Oh, is it waitering
1: related? I, at first, I was like, oh, wait, it's going to be the name of that boat. But then I was like, oh, she's switching it up. I have no it, clue what you're about to ask.
0: It could be. But I do want to hear a funny waitering story after this. Because okay. Greg and I used to work at Playa Betty's on the Upper West Side together. That's how we met. West Side? No. Playa Betty's. PB. I didn't know that's how you met yeah we're both we oh, were the fuck. best servers. Uh, everyone loved when we worked together because we were just flying or ha- around. the waiters
1: may hate it
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: just like, we would skip around.
0: we were in our own little world. Oh my God We'd be high school musical, but we were the best. everyone loved us the most. Our yeah. manager George shout out to George. if you're ever listening, loved us. He even sent an email up to higher management because of how good Greg and I did one night. <laughs> dude you guys would be the best servers like so much fun like if i was your table like i feel like you guys just groove with your customers wait julia you were a server too we were all servers that is now what i love being a server Julia, with the boss server, so fun. Same there with you, Greg. is
1: an art to it. I feel like you get mm-hmm. so many people skills. So many,
0: <laughs> so I many. A room and I okay, uh-huh. Greg. What's that? What's the icebreaker, Chloe? Oh, yeah. What is your most embarrassing story?
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Sorry. it right away. <laughs> I, feel like I shouldn't be wearing the wig for this one, but
0: um, <laughs> I think it'll give it a little spark.
1: This was during my straight year i feel like i've oh, mentioned this story too it's
0: the best story i know exactly what you're gonna say and i'm
1: oh god okay so let's go back to like 2008 when i was straight and i was dating a girl and...
0: this wig oh my god For... dude Everyone needs to know. Like Gregory will post a picture on her Instagram. Gregory's wearing this long curly blonde wig, and it makes the story just mm, chef's kiss. Mm, chef's <laughs> kiss, Bella. <laughs> Bella. <laughs> no, girl,
1: like I feel like I am um, the shadow self of who I was dating at the time. Like, oh, I don't like, think she. I won't give names, but I don't think she follows me or anything like that. But yeah so we were dating just to give some prerequisite uh I really was trying to be straight. I mean, I'm sure a lot mm. of you guys went through that uh in their you know phases. You try to you know wear bro and wear hero and just you mm. think maybe if I do it long enough, it will happen so anyways, you know the the typical romancing dates, and I was all about like trying to you know take it to the next level oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, my, my parents were out for the, the night and, uh, um, me and my girlfriend were at our place and my dad and mom had this private bathroom with a jacuzzi. And so I thought I was going to be so romantic. I don't tell her any of this. So I, I get candles. I get a couple of flower petals. I, like, you know, like, <laughs> spa up this bathroom, and I fill up the tub. So this is a little awkward for us because we had never taken a bath. We have never taken a shower. So, like, I will just say, like, I remember getting in there being like, this is kind of awkward. Are we going to leave, like, swim trunks <laughs> And honestly, some of these details are like I can't exactly remember. But, anyways, we're in we're in the tub now, and the bubbles are going um, with the water. But there is this switch that I remember that would turn on the jacuzzi jets, and I was like, "Okay, this is this is the magic move. Here we go!" And I flick the switch, and all of this sediment starts spewing out all over our bodies. That is black vial. <laughs> sludge all over us He's screaming I'm screaming We're standing out at the top instantly just horrified. I I didn't know what it was. Um, we both thought it was feces at the time. Oh my gosh. Ended the date so fast, like, we, and the tub took forever to drain, so, like, we're, like, still, like, just, like, standing in this vile, gross stuff. It ended up being sediment, like, I guess it's, like, minerals that built up in the Mm. jacuzzi jets, but that's my most embarrassing moment. I was so horrified.
0: Thank God (laughs) it wasn't feces, but also, Greg, I was thinking about (laughs) another story, too, that goes along with the same girlfriend. Do you remember that one is also very funny
1: when i got arrested
0: <laughs> yes, yes oh god this
1: <laughs> relationship ended so badly
0: this poor girl <laughs> I had no idea
1: i through the trenches with this relationship it is now one year anniversary i'd made it to college um still not out and i was late um i don't know if you're um late julia as a virgo i kind of am
0: oh i'm late all the fucking time i don't relate to that on time thing Uh, 30 minutes myself um yeah
1: this is a this is also like what really drove the nail in the coffin i was late i had a reservation to bertucci's
0: (laughs) what's
1: that Uh, oh bertucci's is like an italian pasta place
0: i thought it was a macaroni (laughs) grill
1: maybe i made two reservations chloe just in case (laughs) Either way, I did not make it, Julia. I got pulled over for speeding, but I forgot that I had weed in my glove compartment Mm. from a friend who visited, and I got arrested. And I had one phone call to make, and I knew Becky was, oh, we're going (laughs) to... <laughs> we'll it. I'm just kidding. um i knew she was waiting there and i literally had to call my dad instead because i'm not gonna call her
0: no yeah
1: so she i think waited at the bertucci's maybe like <gasps> an hour 45 minutes,
0: oh.
1: and after that we broke up
0: <laughs> did you break up because like because of what happened?
1: Of the weed. Her mom was like, this boy is getting irresponsible in college. I was like, "No," I was so relieved that I didn't have to break it up because of anything, like, you know, gay related.
0: Yeah. So can I ask you, does she know that you've come out now?
1: Yeah, no, she was pretty traumatized, to be honest. I remember she wrote to me on Facebook a couple years after I came out. This must have been like early 2010s. And she said it was really tough for her, and I mean, I imagine because mm. I was pretty invested. Like, I, I thought I was like falling. So, and it was like you know, sweethearts, and I think I was a good guy. Like, I, I really wanted to treat her right, and I was happy taking things slow. Like, <laughs> I think I was. So. Who knows? I've always wondered. Like, can after is there a certain time period that you can actually reach out to your exes just for the fun of like seeing how they're doing?
0: Mm, well, I actually today I just had an ex reach out to me.
1: Oh,
0: <gasps> pretty wild! Did you yeah, respond?
1: Yeah. Was it happy? Was it mutual?
0: Yeah, it was like super chill. It's actually crazy. St- it's pretty wild. I'll throw this in and then we'll get into the Reiki. But like, That's actually,
1: part of this Reiki is like seeing what your chakras are. And this is so heart chakra related. So okay. I
0: hate, yes. So I actually performed a shit ton of Reiki on myself. For who doesn't know, I also can do Reiki on my heart chakra today. And I realized like um, feelings that I got from the message were actually linked to, like, a relationship years ago. And I was, like, putting that Reiki to, like, heal parts of me from that relationship years ago that were coming up from an ex from, like, a year ago, if that makes sense.
1: That's so wild. That makes total sense to me.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you really quickly, and then we'll get – we'll not talk about it. But it's actually, like, this was a wild story because this is an ex from a year ago who isn't even from the United States – like he's from a different country and he left exactly a year ago from america and because of covid and like visas in america i was like oh i'm never gonna see this person again um because it's really hard to get into the u.s especially like right now and then i got a text that he's coming to the u.s next week
1: oh my god
0: (laughs) but i also he was like it was a lot it was like I haven't talked to him in a long time or seen him obviously and he was like I'm coming back to San Diego for a week next week but I'm also like in an open relationship so I just want to let you know but I would love to see you like it was like so much at once
1: wow so do you think your heart chakra was like preparing you like to like build up the strength to hear this kind of thing because like honestly that's a lot to hear especially when it uh, did it end okay was there like a lot like, you felt like there was still a lot of potential to this relationship?
0: Oh, yeah. It ended super suddenly. Like, he um, he actually, like, bought his ticket to leave the country, um, like, on a Thursday, and he left Saturday morning. <clears throat> but there was, like, no, no um, pre- preparation for it. It was just, like, such a sudden leave. Um, yeah. But I think, like... I don't care if he's in an open relationship. Obviously, we've both been in, like, relationships since. So that doesn't care. But I think I got, like, a, like a, a sting in my heart. But I think it was, like, linked to past relationships of hearing, like, other people. I used to be in relationships being with other people. And that's actually where the feelings came from.
1: Does wow, that make sense? Wow, that's so deep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like a
1: splinter. But, like, when you take Dang. out, like, a splinter... Other things kind of like come out too.
0: Yeah, it all kind of, it's like the trigger. It's like that switch and it flipped. But I realized like, no, I don't care. if you, It's not about him. It's just like yeah. about unhealing.
1: Sometimes with Reiki, it's not always about healing. It's about like realization. And that's not always the easiest thing to experience. It's sometimes really beautiful if you're willing to go there and like also let it go. But it can be mm. a lot can be very like a flood of emotions
0: and you have to flow through it to fully heal like you have to rip off the band-aid completely and Mm. see the darkness Mm. see the truth Mm -hmm. and it's so hard but i feel like with everything healing is time and you can't heal with the snap of a finger you know it's a lot of work that we as healers put into ourselves and put on to others and I think it's a really beautiful thing and healing is not easy it's more work than normal but we're healing and that's all that matters It's, it's there's never a destination we're always mm. on but Julia I kind of love this guy though I kind of should I fly oh down to God. San Diego and have a little coffee date with you two I know it's dude it's the more the merrier Greg come on Georgina Gregorina whatever your name is tonight okay, like airlines funded because <laughs> yes. We could fly everywhere. <laughs> Gregoria. Okay. Gregoria. So, can should we, get we get into it? About some Reiki?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Also, how do you two burp on a podcast? I've never... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I keep excusing myself to the... <laughs> so,
0: like, silently burping? <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it does come out and the microphone doesn't pick it up. Like, you'd be surprised because we've done, like... A lot of weird like noises happen and you could edit it out. I'll just yeah. rake
1: my throat as it's about to happen. <laughs> Push it down.
0: Audacity is the magic mm. magic wand that will dissolve everything. I know. So burp as much as you want, Greg. We wanna Greg. let it all up. Yeah. we might keep it though. Because I think it's like kind of amusing.
1: Yeah. I feel like we Brittany Burski is like really transformed like just burps into
0: Well, it's a bodily art. function, you know? We're all human why is that not acceptable on a podcast it should be we're introducing that we're now the burp podcast that's what we're doing can (laughs) you burp on command no i want to burp right now i could can you do it you should
1: did you hear wait that was a baby burp
0: come on greg (laughs) 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 excuse me (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love it
1: that burp was i think needed
0: I think mm. that was beautiful. I wanted to hear that for so long. Now that I've heard it, I'm so <laughs> into sad to the
1: say. endless.
0: Into the endless oblivion of burps. <laughs> so, Greg, what is Reiki, and what does Reiki mean to you?
1: I should disclaimer: <clears throat> I am Reiki One certified. There are a few more levels of certification. So. And there's so many, I think, understandings of Reiki. I have one take on it, and it's, I guess, really based off of my own upbringing and my own set of morals and my own, like, spiritual quest. So, I will say, Reiki for me is very love-based healing. I definitely find that people who go into Reiki are empaths and find there is just a lot of beautiful kind of, like, prayer-like healing that goes into it. Um, I would say also that I found myself being very um, aligned to being a healer even before I went into Reiki, but it was quite one-sided. Like I was constantly, trying to heal others and other people in my life that needed help. So, like, my parents were going through a divorce. I, at a young age, was constantly acting like a counselor in between them. My sister was really struggling, so I was constantly being, you know, there for her. And really, a stranger could come up to me, and I would quite genuinely just want to help heal them, even if I don't know how. Um, and I find that Reiki is a very like concentrated meditative way to kind of send energy that luckily isn't yours Um, and that's I think what's really beautiful about Reiki is you're kind of acting as a channel you're not giving up your energy you're kind of becoming kind of a, a lightning rod for the genuine beautiful heavenly energy that's all around us and trying to tap into that and send it to someone so I think that was a huge awakening when I was introduced to Reiki is like okay for the empath it can be really helpful because it's not necessarily you're exhausting your own energy Um, whereas before like I feel like I was just giving up my own to try to like concentrate on others so I would say for me Reiki is like love, healing, prayer
0: I love much because I, I think that's great for it to be a channel and like lightning rod. Because being an empath is again, like even you unknowingly take on this energy sometimes, and it's really difficult to find out what the source is. And even to save your energy is very, very difficult and challenging.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: Do you think Reiki has helped you being able to control your energy? Or
1: I think for more than anything, I if I hadn't gotten certified with Reiki, I still think I would be. The type of person i am to really want to listen to really want to make like to comfort someone but i think and this is something that's always i'm challenged by is giving myself reiki i was so impressed julia Mm. you were giving yourself reiki because i don't always do that i think it's like self-endorsement is so rare these days it's kind of like you want to be humble you want to always like not focus on yourself and I don't know. I think Reiki can be so healing, but it it does require you to sit down. Like you have to stop your life and actually like concentrate on yourself. And that sometimes is awkward.
0: A better way to take care of yourself. And that is taking a moment and taking a breath and focusing on energy, sending and healing yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, like the program that I'm in, it's very different than um, the Reiki. I think that most people do because my program is for seven weeks. So my, my teacher like really stresses me um, performing Reiki ev- every single day, twice a day. And so what I found is like, yeah, it takes a lot of time to like sit down sometimes and like do it to yourself, but I'll do it in the shower. I'll put Reiki through the water because water is such a healing modality and let the water, put the Reiki through the water and let that heal me. And also I, I have started a routine of falling asleep to Reiki. So when I'm, like, ready to go to sleep, I'll lay in my bed, and that's when I start doing the Reiki to myself, and I'll usually just pass out. And it's, like, so beautiful to to fall asleep doing Reiki.
1: I I 100% agree. Elements of nature are very helpful. Like, Mm -hmm. I if you were to give me a waterfall oh wow like that just Mm. charges up especially when it's like it just takes you out of the element of your mind that's one thing Mm. that i find giving reiki to others is quite easy for me because i'm quite concentrated on like okay i'm i have a job to do so on reiki on myself i can get kind of distracted so that's a great those are great suggestions especially with like the shower or falling asleep like incorporating it into a routine this is great because i feel like i was asked to come on to talk about like reiki as the master but i feel like kind of a little bit of like the the old like wanderer who hasn't always kept up with the practice and i'm feeling inspired (laughs) and you are in the middle of training as a young jedi and
0: you're like in the woods. <laughs> Greg, what is it? Gorgina? Gr- Gregina? <laughs> Gregorina? <laughs> Who knows anymore? <laughs> what is it?
1: Gregorina George. Just a
0: little wanderer. No, this is mm. no, But it's beautiful, though, because I feel like everything's constantly evolving. So it's so good to see hear your perspective and Julia's perspective, because everyone has their own mm. input and perception of what they're learning anyway. So I think it's beautiful that we're bringing these ideas together.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember my teacher telling me, like, you're not maybe always going to be like, it's, it's transitions in life. Like, sometimes you come to the mat in yoga and sometimes you walk away from it. But I think that's so important because when you, when you rediscover those things, you kind of undo another layer to the, the whole practice. And I'm really inspired when I start hearing, like, you're doing the Reiki and just even coming on the podcast, it gets me re-tapped into, like, the practice itself. I was lucky enough to really... I feel like Reiki for me can also be better in nature and I was just in a lot of nature in the Grand Canyon and in the mountains of California and I actually stumbled across um, a walking mandala which was beautifully arranged with stone into this maze at the very top of this hill in Malibu. It was unbelievable. It must have taken someone... Days to assemble this maze. And one of the things that we did in my very first day of training is walking through this maze in a meditative prayer and you're supposed to arrive at the center, leave something, and then walk out of the maze without that piece of that, you know, that thing that you were thinking about. And I got to do it for the first time in maybe like eight years and it was so powerful. So I think that will be a really fun thing to like keep in touch on like the little moments through your life that you find kind of reiki finding you and that healing
0: also what did you find in those mountains that was so mysterious and ominous
1: oh are you talking about the wand
0: yeah i
1: found an indigenous wand i didn't pick it up because i had asked my friend like if i should I, i wasn't sure if it was meant for me but it was just kind of like on the path you could clearly tell it was a stick that had been painted in like all these interesting colors. And I was just like, what? So I actually texted my friend who's a drag queen and a witch, Aja, shout out to her. An amazing, amazing, just spiritual intellect. And she was like, no, don't touch that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's wild. Put it I into my jean pocket. Wait, Greg, what house are you?
1: I am Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Uh, yeah, Hufflepuff Ravenclaw.
0: Okay, Huffleclaw.
1: Oh, actually, yeah, Huffleclaw. My my boyfriend made me this custom
0: Huffleclaw. Shout out to Brian. We love you. Oh yeah,
1: we just had a great <laughs> weekend there. Um, yeah,
0: Greg. I heard Brian like cooked you guys like all these meals. Like oh yes.
1: my god,
0: waffles. We Greg, how many bowls of cereal did we have over the weekend? Because between we're... us,
1: at least um thirty. 12, thirty <laughs>
0: we played Mario Kart we had so much fun we are open cereal lovers I don't know if anyone else is but we should all talk about our favorite cereal Julia Dude, right now yeah. yeah what's your favorite Did you know like I can eat an entire box of cereal I don't use milk and I can eat like an entire <laughs> box just in one sitting <laughs> like fuck milk <laughs>
1: she's like I I wait Spongebob's like going up and it's like I nails for breakfast without any <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's me. (laughs) Julia, see, I love milk, but I will eat dry cereal any day. I will have it dry. I will have it wet. I will have it all.
1: Sounds like my love life.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, let's get back into the Reiki. So would you say that feeling empath energies, you know, you're sensitive to other people, is that what brought you to Reiki or how did you... How did you choose to get Reiki certified, and what was that certification experience?
1: Yeah, such a good question. It happened really fast. I was in college, and I went to a school with this beautiful wellness program in the mountains of New Hampshire, and they were giving away free Reiki during midterm. So I signed myself up, and I had such an experience. I did not know what I was getting into. I laid on this beautiful table with just some ambient music, and this person kind of just talking to me through what reiki is kind of what we talked about um and so maybe the first 10 minutes you gave me an intro on like what this all is about and i'm like here for it because i've always been spiritual i've always been open minded but she was like you know what like why don't you just like really like well not talk and you just enjoy the experience i left that room feeling like my aura was 12 feet high like I just felt something walking out of that room that I had never felt before and I was so intrigued by it because I had never experienced something like that and I was really interested in the uh, experience there was like Reiki that you could get for free throughout the rest of the year and then they offered a program for any students who were interested um, interested and I signed up immediately. It was only three days, so it was an intensive. Um, I wish I got to do it for seven weeks, but we spent, I think, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from maybe like one in the afternoon to about 8 p.m. at night just doing Reiki for those three days straight, and the first... Two days were like more introduction, and then the third day was like ceremonial, being blessed by a Reiki master, getting like the, the change of hands of that energy process. It was crazy, um, and I felt really intuitive. I felt at some times like, oh my gosh, like am I going to feel what this is? Am I going to feel this energy it is like something attain- tangible? But... Um, More than anything, I feel like I got at the very end of this, like, third day, the ceremony is, a like, such a super hug of love on yourself from all of this Reiki. And the most beautiful experience, and I really try to remember this anytime I'm doing Reiki on myself, is our teacher was kind of saying, like, imagine individually inviting the people you care about most one by one to come and just like hug you and like keep adding on people and they are here for you and they just love you so much and like just to keep that layer going until you have like 50 people just kind of like surrounding you and that was a really powerful experience and yeah i got i didn't really get anything like like written down so i guess i can't prove i'm certified but i (laughs) feel pretty intuitive um And I feel like I use my Reiki very subtly, um, but there are times where I feel like I sit down a friend and I actually go through the process of it. And it's, it's so beautiful. I really enjoy the healing aspect
0: you've actually done Reiki on me on my rooftop in Silver Lake. You're so right, and it was—it so was one of the most beautiful days I remember after you doing it. I think you said my my third eye chakra was a little too um, active. Yeah, which I think <laughs> right because I think it's constantly going. But I remember feeling so refreshed, so grounded, and so just cleansed. So it mm. definitely had work. But I do think when working in the spiritual realm, we It's it. Those questions are inevitable about, am I going to feel it? Am I going to, those expectations, but it's all about letting it go and connecting to your own breath and connecting to your energy drink. Ooh, energy. I feel like we haven't said energy too much. The energy right now is so, so beautiful. Greg, thank you for sharing. This is really nice. So yeah so for people don't who don't know when you go through the reiki process you get an attunement right and it opens the you who gets the attunement up to give this energy to other people right so what was your process of kind of like gaining trust within yourself knowing that you are actually giving this reiki to other people
1: Yeah I personally came to it feeling very confident in healing mm. other people. I was never worried about that. I always felt cool with putting, you know, that energy out onto someone else. I think the most beautiful and also delicate part that I got really sensitive was recognizing the angelic side to your divinity. Mm. And I think that was the kind of aha moment was when the Reiki master was putting her hands on me and I just was feeling that kind of like moment of oh I'm angelic I'm divine I, I am enough to do this so I think mm. that was really powerful and it's something that I always really um, look back on as like wow what a amazing milestone to feel 100% divine so I don't know if that answered the question
0: yeah i mean i'm an angel (laughs) (laughs) but it's also like learning to trust yourself and then once you learn to trust yourself i feel like so many doors open Mm -hmm. and
1: yeah you really i mean both of you are angelic divine beings that are here for such a beautiful moment in time i mean things i mean of course life is short but also you are here for such a beautiful span so
0: who mm-hmm. so are you greg thank and you so are all of our listeners you are divine everyone is so, like everyone is beautiful and so everyone... is this
1: hair part
0: <laughs> hair is getting a little funky tonight after a few summers it's going all the way off to Could the side you imagine
1: chloe and julia if i opened up a reiki specifically for hair parts like i'm going <laughs> to put your hair in place
0: <laughs> every single strand it's like get your perfect hair part, and then you just like put your hands over their forehead. It's like, it's like wherever the hair falls. The way. It's like that wasn't working.
1: Now. <laughs> dying. And then like,
0: wait, did you guys hear? You guys, did you hear? There's a thing going around, and it's like Gen Z versus millennials, and like Gen Zs are saying like people don't have side parts anymore. It's all about the middle part.
1: One hundred percent. I've just, heard this. I don't know if I agree.
0: I okay. remember the side part being such a thing Side bangs side- yeah. I remember that but now I'm not gonna lie I've conformed to this Gen Z I have a middle part now Me too I was at the Me hairdresser too. and she's like oh so this is your part And I'm like usually it's all the way to the right But okay I- I'm just flow with this <laughs> I feel like you do have a side part I don't anymore Wow Georgina over there definitely has a side part oh
1: My Skinny jeans than-
0: Juicy (laughs) tour bag (laughs) in your (laughs) tracksuit.
1: Look, I will say that there will be a day where the side part is nostalgic and it will come back. That's the interesting thing is like trends. Literally, when I grew up in the 90s, middle part literally, like even for boys, like, it's so big right now being a middle part. And that was so 90s. And then it Mm.
0: just goes away. Flare jeans, there. I'm here for
1: it all. I wish I could do a middle part.
0: I am all the trends. I want to be it all.
1: There's nothing I can do about it.
0: Uh, But Greg, so going off of Reiki, so how do you know when you're doing Reiki on someone where to put the energy? And do you receive those, those messages when you're doing Reiki on someone?
1: Yeah, so funny story. I mean, speaking of gases, the first thing, person, human, dog, I did Reiki on was my little dog Snappy. And he oh. farted so <laughs> much. And I had my hands above his belly. I was like, wow, this is real.
0: It. <laughs> signs from the gods. <laughs> I
1: swear to God, I was like, this is worth it. Just for this. Um, I I don't know about you, Julia. Sometimes my hands will feel very staticky and prickly. Um, other times I feel absolutely nothing. Um, uh, and I've... Learn to not judge that. I think it's really just a matter of like what's unique to each moment. So, I also, when scanning through the body, I do feel like I use um, what I know about the person and what they're going through. Like, if you were to have someone randomly come into Reiki, I'm not going to know them. Um, so, I probably would give you like a genuine, you know, full scan. I would do a little of everything. But what I prefer is, like, actually talking to the person, getting to know what they're going through, and then kind of working off of that. Because I'm not trying to be a psychic. I would rather kind mm-hmm. of know what you're working through and then, like, amplify that. I'm sure there are mm-hmm. Reiki masters that can, like, lock into something so fast. I just don't think that's that's me. I really need a couple of—I need a snack from you.
0: And pretzels. <laughs> Some pretzels. donuts. Give me a <laughs> give you give Greg an offering if you want a good Reiki session.
1: <laughs> what about you, Julia? Do you feel similar or do you feel like you like the challenge of trying to figure that out?
0: Mm, for me, so I haven't done Reiki on an actual person. I actually did it on my dog first for the first time. Um and she kind of she didn't fart but sadly <laughs> but she did like she was so tired for the day that i did it and the day after like she would not get up like she slept for like 24 hours straight my dog marlo it was pretty wild but for me when i do it on myself i actually see the body part that i need to go to
1: that's amazing
0: but Yeah, like I get like a little message and it's like, oh, you need to go here. You need to go here Um, And I I trust that so I think if I when I do feel comfortable to do it on another person I will follow that message But it's also like when you do it on yourself, you can feel in your body where you need that energy to go So yeah, I don't know.
1: I love that. I think I can clearly see that. I think you have a very good compass Uh, a Reiki compass on where to go not just for yourself I think you'll find that with other people you you have a good sense of direction like even with the podcast I think your Virgo self is very strongly led on like what to do next like what's the next best step so I think you should Mm. use that and not fight that in your Reiki like let that voice kind of dictate like okay we're going here now
0: oh thanks greg yeah no
1: it's a really important like that kind of intuition is so strong and like i can i can get that vibe
0: oh thank you but it's hard it's like going back to like trusting trusting that you can't even perform reiki or even chloe like you have such a strong like intuitive sense like trusting your intuition that's so hard to trust yourself you know what i mean hardest thing i know confidence
1: separate it from like anxiety you have to separate it from doubt like those kinds of
0: experience and trauma Mm -hmm. of people telling you you can't do it yeah no it's crazy the things that come up when you're just doing something that you love so it's all about like working through it and getting over that and i guess addressing it head on and i think that's what's really important and trusting yourself no matter what because this life is too short to not if you don't trust yourself, no one else is going to trust you. So
1: I will also say there's always a shadow self. There's always a Ooh. anti-chakra. And yes. I think one of the things that was really interesting when I got one of my most interesting Reiki experiences is they didn't just put their hands above my body. They also put it behind me. Um, mm. And I'm thinking of the chakras and your energy as not just a one-way street like it it really kind of goes back and forth
0: well there's everything there's opposites so Mm -hmm. uh, there's always the shadow self oh my gosh yeah you have light and dark it's like we're human we're heaven and we are also human you know heaven and earth um but i think like our i actually the only reiki session i ever had my reiki practitioner because i was telling her all these things i was dealing with and it was all like my shadow self and she said But you have to understand you have this shadow self that for a reason, you know, like a lot of things you're going to like learn from or they protect you from other things. And, you know, everything has a reason and it's all good.
1: (laughs) I love that. Mm -hmm.
0: I love it so much. So true.
1: Yeah, I am holding this crystal. This is giant crystal that I got from my dad.
0: What what kind of crystal is it, Greg? Tell the listeners. It
1: is a gorgeous amethyst that actually used to be a lot taller, but I remember me and some friends were playing tag, it fell over and broke into these chunks. Um but beautifully my dad just gave away different chunks to different people he cared about, so I own one of the chunks. Um but I've been holding it for the past maybe three or four minutes because I'm charging myself as uh, planning to give a little bit of Reiki to you and Chloe oh. as we kind of go through the rest of the podcast. Well,
0: actually, Greg, remember you gave everyone Reiki at my birthday <laughs> what, like two weeks ago? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk Reiki. Down. But it Drunk was Reiki's very, best. it was very beautiful and I think it was needed.
1: Yeah, I... uh, Oh, my God, there's hair in my eye. Ah! Um, (laughs) I think... uh, I don't know if your teacher ever talks about this, but... Um, The Reiki master I had was very confident that you can go about giving Reiki while having a full-on conversation. You can give it long distance. You can do it in the form of different activities. It could also be within a few minutes. Like, you don't have to go through a full ritual to give yourself or someone else Reiki. It can be something very quick. So, I figured that I would just, you know add this into the podcast. Also, I guess for all the listeners, like I'm setting the intention right now in my mind that if you're listening to this podcast that uh, you're receiving some heavenly uh, dose that's meant for you.
0: Aww. It is sending okay. through these wires, these microphones into Spotify, <laughs> into your ears. I know, and ever- especially
1: if you got this far.
0: I know energy energy, take two sips of your drink. Let's make this fun. Breaking in char- Reiki and chug. Make it a quickie. Um, Dude, yeah. Reiki. Put Reiki into your drink and chug it. I love that. We should do that more often. Put it into our water. Mm-hmm. Have a quick. Bless your water. I learned, like, bless your water and say thank you to it. And you're putting that in your body, you know? Like, bless everything you're going to eat. It's beautiful because it does enter your body and you are what you eat. Isn't that I such a
1: crazy concept? I How know. much you just intake that literally supplies you life and you kind of don't. You take it for granted. I do, yeah. that was a wake up call for me. I'm like, wow, I am going straight to the sink and I'm kissing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right to this, moi. no open <laughs> turn it on if we want to get into it we're so lucky we even have clean running water where we are you know that's not just a, a fucking privilege
1: not the sidetrack but the privilege greg at like 10 years old my dad bought a poland spring subscription where you get the bubbler in the house like
0: oh my god
1: i would go are and looking and i would get on all fours like an animal and I would <laughs> All, like uh, things so the water would come down, and instead of a cup, I would just start licking it, like a, like my guinea pig. No one ever caught me to this day.
0: Is that the craziest, like the things you do when you are alone, especially? When you're <laughs> yeah, like because you are so curious. You are just like, I want to try this out. Like one time when I was younger, I ate a plant, which <laughs> <laughs> like from the ground or like a house? it was like a house plant <laughs> and I just took a bite of it I ate I ate an ant with my <sighs> cousin it tastes like pepper have you ever tried an ant?
1: no <laughs> you, you killed? did you kill it through eating it?
0: Yeah, I just swallowed it. Oh, he made me wow. no. Uh, he was like, "Oh, you have to try this ant. It's so peppery. It's so tasty." And I was like, "Of course." So I picked up an ant because there was a million. We don't have ants in New York, do we? I haven't seen an ant in forever. Oh my god! <laughs> do we not have any insects in Brooklyn?
1: Between all three of us, the circle of life right here: water, plant,
0: and- <laughs> animal. Oh no, animal, insect. But sorry, ant, I. I yeah. so you didn't chew the ant you just swallowed it yeah they're so small you can't chew it
1: <laughs> oh god i would be so worried i would feel it crawl
0: well if you would try oh. if you would try to chew it it would go into your teeth <laughs> like it wouldn't have been oh true you know what i mean you kind of just have to like you know lift your head up and swallow <laughs>
1: oh,
0: oh. Ooh, that's what she said <laughs> okay let's get back to our wholesome reiki so greg you pulled out a crystal a beautiful amethyst Do you use any other modalities um, during Reiki or just like in your life, like Mm -hmm. pulling cards, crystals, whatever you fancy?
1: Yes, I think for me, the most beautiful modality would be nature, like a landscape, like being out in a field on a hike. Like I feel so powerful when I'm away from city life. I think it's kind of like a return to that nature so that's first and foremost like getting out in nature is a form of modality for healing for me um, I do have a beautiful correct collection of crystals that I like to use I guess I feel like yes they, they do help me but it I think for me it's an aesthetic. I am so visually inspired by like these beautiful things. I think it puts me in the right mindset. I don't know necessarily if like holding a crystal to my heart is literally being a more powerful device, but I I guess I do it because I feel more like just in the vibe. Like I'm aesthetically mm-hmm. turned on, so that's important for me. Um, the other thing that I guess I use, which I find a whole different different type of practice is um, tarot and oracle card readings. And I feel like a lot of people in our generation have kind of learned about this practice, which for me is nothing. I don't think you need to be necessarily certified to do this. I think it's really about like opening up a map of yourself and just having to like really examine it.
0: And trusting your intuition too. Yeah. And I think it guides you perfectly if you do that.
1: I will say though, like my oracle cards I use because they're a little bit more lighthearted. And I feel like mm-hmm. I can get answers that are not going to like blast me into like worry, but they're gentle. They're easy to digest. I could do them every couple of days and not feel like I'm over consuming into this like answer kind of culture but i will say i have a deck of tarot from my mom that she bought when she was 17 in a boardwalk on the jersey shore and in the small little psychic shop so they have to be like 50 years old or more this deck is gorgeous it's this japanese artist um And this deck is powerful, like Super Saiyan. Like, I can give you answers that are quite harsh, but holy crap, they will make so much sense to your, you know, inquiry.
0: We need to use this deck and we need to have some fun sometimes
1: i know well that's the problem is like i have to set so much intention when using this deck i need to journal i need to be in a good mindset i have to like sage and shower and i have to be in a beautiful place like all of those things have to be open or i feel like it's wielding a heavy sword and you could cut yourself that's my only fear with the whole tarot
0: i only use tarot but i i I love answers mm. and I feel like I connect with my tarot deck more. Yeah. I haven't tried Oracle, but I know Julia uses Oracle. I have. That's interesting. Cause I've never used tarot, but I only use Oracle so far. And I have like a couple, I have a, I have a couple Oracle decks, but I also have a ruin deck. Have you ever heard of that?
1: No, tell us.
0: <laughs> so it's actually like ruins. Each card is a ruin. And so it's, pretty like dated back and it is the most beautiful deck i've ever had like i was so connected to it when i got it i haven't pulled like i used to pull cards fucking all the time i haven't pulled in a while i should do that though but it's the same thing like you said i don't like to pull unless i have like um a pull of energy to pull a card you know i don't like to force myself and I feel like you have to be grounded. You have to trust yourself. You have to have the right yeah. environment around you or else it could be kind of toxic. So I feel like yeah. it's all about setting those boundaries for yourself. It's super important. Oh, my gosh. Greg, are you bringing out your, your tarot? <laughs> things things are, falling are falling out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: so I have two decks that I like to use super like on the, on the fly. Oh, my God. I love my Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards by Dorian Virtue. She's probably my favorite of the Oracle de- card deck series.
0: Oh, beautiful, Greg. So that's beautiful.
1: Cards. And, that, and, and that's not necessarily like, a, I mean, you can get insight, but I feel like it shows you the different, because um, I really do believe in like angels and spirit guides. And like, I feel like that deck with others will show you who's like watching after you. Um, mm. But I also have this enchantment map by Colette Baron-Reed, another amazing, beautiful, um, oracle deck creator and this one a bit more like answers questions on life path so i figured i can pull a card for each of you based off of what you're more interested to know whether it be or if you want to do both so
0: oh great right i think it's a great way to end the podcast right i think yeah I totally agree. Let's have Gregory Dylan pull some cards for us. I'm so excited. Gregory, I am so grateful right now.
1: Yes, one-handed. Well, you know what? What I'll do is I'll put the mic down for a moment. Um, Julia, do you want to go first?
0: Yeah, can you show me both decks again so I can see which one I want to pull? For, yeah, you and
1: honestly, you can choose both. Like By all means, don't feel you need to settle on one. I always feel like that's...
0: I want both. (laughs) Yes, okay. so we'll start with
1: the goddess goddess deck. And what I'll do is I um for anyone who's getting into Oracle cards or tarot, I guess I can just Describe the process. I'm going to set an intention with you, um, which is really going to be your intention. I'm just going to kind of try to be that like neutral, open mind so it can like transfer into the deck. But um, then I Mm. knock out the energy of the previous reading and I start shuffling with that intention on my mind. And then when you feel ready, you just tell me when and I'm going to stop shuffling and I'll pick the card that feels right on top. Okay. I love that. So I'm going to put my mic down while I shuffle. But you set the intention. And then, Chloe, do you want to narrate?
0: I will definitely narrate. (laughs) So right now, Greg just placed on the microphone. (laughs) Oh, not entirely. It's kind of flobbing. Greg is now beginning to shuffle. And Julia is laughing. So beautiful. So powerful. You just hummed. I feel like, should I say my intention of like a question or should i just keep it to myself or what do you think? Ooh,
1: if you feel comfortable by all means feel free to share. Um, yeah. Based off of what you feel. Comfortable.
0: Okay, yeah. I immediately like knew exactly what i would want from this deck. So, recently i've been really focused on my solar plexus chakra, which is like empowerment, like knowing your identity, like having confidence and like I don't know, I would love, like, any guidance or just any advice or just literally anything on, like, for me, trying to find an, an identity without using labels and without identifying from the past. You know, really knowing who, who I am, like, who my soul is, where my power ho- sits.
1: Mm. With that being said, okay, I'm going to start shuffling the cards and then just let me know when...
0: Good. Okay. Okay. Thank you for sharing that, Julia. It was so beautiful. My gosh, of course. Julia's taking a deep breath. (laughs) Greg is shuffling. He's tuning in. Creating some beautiful energy. Let it go. Chloe, lead us in a meditation. Everyone, close your eyes. Begin to feel your bottom touch the ground. Place your hands down if you wish to ground yourself. Place your palms up towards the sky if you wish to receive some more energy. Begin to calm your mind, focusing in on your third eye. The dark okay. room. Julia's ready.
1: Great. Do you think so? We're doing both decks. So, what I'm going to do um, do you want to find out what you got in the first? deck and then go on to the second or would you like to um pull from the second card and see both of them at the same
0: time let's read what we pulled from the first deck
1: okay i'm gonna flip the card Ooh, so i'm gonna show chloe oh wow it's so funny beautiful. because one of the words you used was independence and so this is um uh, mm. lost uh oh wow and i can send you a, a photo it says independent your independence is a foundation for your strength and success and it shows her with her arms wide open very confident
0: wow that's insane
1: go ahead and read through the book let's see where is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it flipped right to it how weird is that
0: okay that always happens So,
1: independence is a foundation for your strength and success. Um, Like the cat, you're fiercely independent, yet you also need affection and playful companions. Now is the time to balance your social interactions with solitude. While you may ask others for their opinions, ultimately you must make your own decisions. Your freedom and independence are top priorities, so ensure that these characteristics are nurtured. Um, Various meanings of this card mean spend time alone, give yourself permission to play, ask for your needs to be met... Make your own decisions, work with cats, <laughs> pay attention to your uh, feline or get a new cat. <laughs> Clearly adoring Does... virtue is a cat lady.
0: Well also, Julia, should you get a cat? I've been wanting a cat for so long. Wait, really? What? Yes. <laughs> I even asked my dad. I've been like begging him for a cat. Um, but he won't let me have one. <laughs> For a dog a couple months ago? (laughs) Yeah, I just, I'm an animal lover. What can I say?
1: Just so you know a little bit about this, um, Bast, the Egyptian goddess transforms into a cat each night and protects her family and those who call upon her with all-seeing night vision. I love that. She exhibits the cat-like traits of the feminine, which include gracefulness, independence, playfulness, and intuition. Um, she also works with lovers to help um, other companions. The daughter of the sun god, Ra, Bast, has the rare distinction of being both a moon and sun goddess.
0: Wow. Dang. That was a lot. That was- but beautiful. beautiful.
1: I hope that answered some questions. And I always feel like these goddesses are like can be transitional, but also like lifetime. So if you are mm. doctor, like wonderful, um, go get some tuna. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs>
0: Dude, Greg, thank, thank you. you. I yeah, I feel like it. The message was really like my confidence, my power comes from my freedom and my independence. And I can only look to myself to find my own identity right not the past not labels or what other people say about me it's like how I feel
1: Mm, amazing that's so beautiful
0: and I think Greg why don't you pull a card for Chloe and we can wrap up and then we can do the other card after
1: okay that sounds wonderful
0: yeah Chloe
1: are you interested in goddess or enchantment map
0: I'll do enchantment map so yeah. our viewers get to see a little different light. But however, though, I do think that everyone should take that from Julia is, yeah, instead of looking out, outwards, look inwards. Because that will just open up so many doors for you and without any barriers or boundaries. And you could really express yourself. Mm-hmm. In that so that's really beautiful.
1: you shuffling. Oh,
0: oh. is that an intention? And do you want to tell us about it? I think the intention, I'm not going to lie, a little lost right now. I do feel like very... <laughs> oh sorry I thought you meant loss like about what we're doing in the podcast Uh, no no I (laughs) sorry I did not (laughs) no no um I just feel like I like Julia I've been revisiting a lot of the past and experiencing all of the traumas I've experienced and never thought I'd have to re-experience again in like full technicolor so I think I just kind of want to know what the purpose is Mm. Purpose because I feel like I need to go through it to heal completely but I feel like it has been putting me back and it's been kind of like clutter so I just want to know a little bit of like guidance of like why because it has been like a struggle Mm. Mm. and Chloe like just like off of a comment I think it's just like time yeah like time heals all wounds and you know that there is a reason that these things are being brought up and like it's just to teach you like and make you stronger you know
1: i realized um because you're right next to me chloe i think it would be more powerful if you knock on the deck and then start shuffling Um,
0: oh knock on the deck not necessarily more powerful
1: but i think (laughs) knock
0: on hell's door i was gonna say heaven's door (laughs) okay so i'm gonna put down my mic
1: okay i can narrate for you
0: greg you have such like a sexy soft voice
1: that's so funny because i've been
0: my mom said that "Are you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening to you in the car and like, you know, Greg has a really sexy voice. Does he know that? And I was like, yeah, he knows that.
1: <laughs> Not going to lie. Um, it's so funny. I feel like my speaking voice and my singing voice are so different. Like, I, I think when I speak, I really don't mind sounding gay and like just being like a little higher pitched. But then when mm. I sing, I feel like it's like all the the whiskey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from the pelvis <laughs> <laughs> comes
1: from the pelvis and everyone
0: oh dude everyone we're going to link like Greg's um I think we can link your Spotify or YouTube to the channel he you have wonderful music I just told my coworker to listen to your song the other day
1: Oh you're so sweet that's honestly it's like organic streams is mind blowing to me that mm. just like the work happens through people just like spreading good music to one another. It's so crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have outro music, but I don't know if this particular episode, if you want to use one of the tracks, like I think Reiki Wise Sad Magic would be really cool to. Uh, oh my
0: god! Outro. Yes. Re- oh, Greg, thank you.
1: Chloe, have you have you s- s- shuffled? Oh, wonderful! I'm so curious. So.
0: It's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Harmon, we're back in business. Oh
1: my God! Did you pick a card?
0: Oh, I shuffled.
1: So maybe just the one on top, wherever you feel. Yeah. It can be. She has
0: such a strong intuition.
1: Yeah. Wow, Chloe. I've n- so
0: wait, Chloe. What was your intention? Oh, right, right, right. We know you're you're feeling lost. The past is being brought up. Okay, what was it?
1: So funny enough, I've never seen this card have been pulled. This is a and this is gorgeous looking. I'll show. Let you take a gander at this. This is wow. so beautiful.
0: It's a fairy looking out of a really pretty balcony, and it says "moonlight." And it's looking
1: a, at the full moon. It's
0: looking at a full moon, and there's an owl. <gasps> there's an owl, Greg. It's you. I'm looking at the stars. I'm like my dream is Greg. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> or is it the drink, the boozy? <laughs>
0: Wait, don't you think that's weird though? Oh, that it's an owl and we're just talking about, yeah? Wait, but also, like, before we get into the card, like, the moon is like your emotion, it's like your emotional security, um, it's your stability, it's your intimate. The fairy's head is down.
1: Barry's head is down. She looks a little kind of like mournful, but also like kind of healing. The beautiful mm-hmm. thing, too, is there's a um, a sand jar. Regardless of what you're reading would be, time would be important. And you can see this little tiny hourglass next to her. Oh,
0: my God. There, Damn, there is an hourglass. Wow.
1: Okay, let's look. I've never gotten this one. It's one of my new favorites. This is such a pretty card.
0: I'm speechless.
1: Okay, 51. Let's see what happens. Okay, I think it's this one right here. So your intuition allows you to see beyond the mundane, logical, and analytical. Now follow it. Moonlight beckons. Come and trust your intuition to lead you into places that may not seem logical. Your hunches will be right on target. Resist second-guessing yourself, for your alternative perception is especially sharp right now you see beyond the surface of things and truly read between the lines this is a good time to use oracle cards or use other systems of divination to gain information remember that the language of the intuition is a symbolic one it comes uh, subtly through a hunch a tingling a clear second or an Uh, object crossing your path spirit is sending you messages to help you now success is uh, yours if you follow the signs and I will also read the reversed meaning um, because sometimes like how we talked about shadow self there is always two sides to a uh, oracle card in this kind of context so reversed too much analyzing is getting you nowhere stop overthinking things you may be exhausted from second guessing yourself all the time and losing your footing are you insecure about your ability to make good choices? Step back and regroup and enter into a more trusting relationship with the flow of life and your choices. Don't become overly concerned about perceived mistakes. How will you oh, wow. learn to dance if you don't occasionally take a misstep? on the moonlit pathway you can discover love and truth and wondrous things there is nothing to fear but fear itself go play have fun stay open and trust yourself
0: okay that is crazy because that's exactly what i've been going through and it's true and i and the thing is i constantly tell myself this but being a perfectionist i don't know if you feel this way but it's like you constantly want to make the right choices you constantly want to be moving forward using every second of your day to move forward in your career and yourself so i think i just need to learn to have a smile You know, and no, that's exactly what I was seeking. Yeah. I think also, like, to add on, sorry, Greg, to cut you off, but I think it's, like, in your past, I think you weigh heavy the energy that you have made a lot of mistakes and, like, a lot of things in the past aren't who you are now. And I think it's telling you that's okay. And you learn from the mistakes and it's, like, time to just flow with – What you're learning now, of course, so beautiful. And I feel like with every mistake, we grow so much. So if we haven't made any mistakes, we wouldn't be who we are now, you know.
1: Oh, this has been such a healing hangout.
0: A healing. I think I'll be having this more often. I
1: know. I love this.
0: I love this. The energy is like. You guys, I just feel like I'm hanging out with like I just met Greg, honestly, for the first time tonight, and I just like feel so comfortable with you guys. I wish I was living with you.
1: Oh, come join us! I, I feel can. the same. I think
0: you should live on our couch. I think it would be really fun. I would just
1: have to protect my plants. I would take them. <laughs> oh, I mean,
0: you mean protect, Greg? I'm not gonna kill your fucking plants.
1: i are <laughs> gonna eat them
0: all. <laughs> yeah. I know when i'm hungry i'm just gonna take a bite we walk out to go to the bathroom at like three in the morning julia's like going crazy like on (laughs) her oh my god that's fucking hilarious oh my god well that this was such a lovely episode and gregory we couldn't be more grateful to have you 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 honestly shared so many jelly beans So much love and so much light and the oracle reading. I think your journey doing Reiki and doing Reiki currently, I think we're all on a journey of healing. So thank you so much for sharing your story. You're so
1: welcome. I hope if it even makes one listener just think to themselves, like, I think this is a path that I could walk down, like 100% do it. There's... It's shrouded in a lot of mysticism, these beautiful practices, but they're so approachable because you really will carve it to the way that is meant for your life. And I just, um, I hope any listeners on this podcast just, you know, take it and run with it because it's so, it's really cool. And
0: I think people will yeah. be waiting for them with open arms because... I think these kind of practices are so sacred and so beautiful that it truly is people who are empaths and have these gifts, but also people who are trying to heal from their past and try to help others. So I really learn more about yourself. Yeah. I think it's all a journey.
1: If you're trying to heal from a side part, like it's okay.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah,
1: come to me. I'll give you that mental part, Come to
0: our apartment on the couch and we will rake you that hair up. Greg, can you tell our listeners where they can fucking find you?
1: I always say, like, if you have the second, like, check out Spotify, Gregory Dillon, D-I-L-L-O-N. I I put a lot of uh, time because I love doing music videos. So also check out YouTube, uh, same name. And then. You kind of want to just see like my day to day, like social media, Instagram. I am Gregory Dillon, and yeah, those are the three.
0: Greg, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I think this was, no offense to Chloe, but this was the one of my favorite episodes to record. I feel like we just had the best time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I, it was really. I love you. But, like this is well, sad. whatever, Julie. I'm a little offended, but. <laughs> <laughs> Like Truly such a blessing. So thank you for being on here with us. And it's been so fun. Your wig, everything. I know
1: Gregorina is ready to get this (laughs) off. It's so itchy, but it was so worth it. I feel like one of the girls.
0: Oh, you are. I
1: I Also, I mean, like I said, like, I feel like I came back into this practice just a little more just through even talking about it. And I'm literally going to go get myself Ricky tonight before bed and during my shower and i will report
0: back i think you need yay oh my gosh well greg again thank you we love you so much and to our listeners two more spirituality episodes coming up one i think we're leaning towards like some witch shit like spells and shit right It's going to be pretty spooky, bitches, and we are going to do some deep healing talk because Mm. along with Greg, Julia and I have been talking. We've been healing a lot, and Greg has also been going through the same thing of things popping up, so I think we're going to have a really intimate talk and a little Q&A, and I think it'll be really beautiful, but we are so looking forward to everyone joining us on our journey of podcasting, and thank you for listening. We fucking love you, healing. You better take another sip. Bottoms up, bitches. Energy, energy, energy. Yeah, <laughs> energy blackout. Yeah. <laughs> blackout. Bye. Bye. Insatiable.